Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Uh, let's check in with our cultural commentator, Alistair Anderson. Alistair, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Benji? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for for being with us, uh, bringing us some cultural insights on this uh, morning show. Uh, things coming up in March. I love it that we have a Millipop Fest uh, that is coming up. What what is all, that all about? Yeah, so that's a music music festival that's taking place in the first week of March, the first weekend, um, in Lothar Mpumalanga or Lothe, however you say it. Um, and I suppose it's an alternative music fest, but it's all kinds of bands, uh, Painted Flowers is playing, uh, Tasers and other kind of indie bands that play around Joburg and Pretoria and even Cape Town are embracing Pumalanga this coming March. Well, that, that is nice to see because I do think that in some respects that particular genre was very hard hit by, uh, by COVID and, you know, it's, it's a particularly difficult subset to, to do music for. The, the crowds are small. It's, uh, you know, it's hard to get the records out there. Uh, so hopefully Millipop 2023 can help revive, uh, and give a platform to these, uh, to, to these kinds of artists and bands. Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, you know, people are still reeling from COVID, to be honest. Uh, a lot of people haven't really got back to going out normally or, seeing bands and shows like they used to, but even though we're kind of three years down the line. Uh, but, yeah, it's good that these festivals are happening because a lot of uh, these traditional festivals don't happen anymore, like Opie Copy, for example. So it's nice that this is happening. It's been going for, I think, it's almost 10 years. Um, and, yeah, a really exciting um, and cool little festival in a, in a pretty area. I think that's what we forget in South Africa is that there's a lot of natural beauty around us and that we need to be outside and enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are an indie band um, uh, a connoisseur, this would be a, a good opportunity. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Ultrafest EDM uh, is is playing. That is definitely not small crowds and even necessarily outdoors, isn't it, Alistair? No, so that's at Nazarek. That's on the 10th and the 11th, March, so the weekend after. And that's, as I said, electronic dance music. That's pretty big. We've got Fisher coming. There's an Australian... Uh, surfer who became a DJ also about 10 years ago. So, and in Grosso. So yeah, that, that's going to be very vibey, very cool. Um, and as I said, I think that's, that's, that's a real experience at Nazareth to watch the best in dance music from around the world. Yeah, absolutely. So that is something from the, the festival side. Now moving on to movies, the, uh, I feel like is, is, I feel like Oscar season is is, is coming soon, uh, and I know that they they started to show some of the Oscar shorts uh, at the Bioscope, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but that means that we don't always get the Oscars sort of upfront. We have to wait for some of those movies, or, or, or do you think we'll get to see some of them, Alistair? Yeah, so, so most of the stuff's now come out. Uh, that's also in March. The, the actual Oscar ceremony they had the Baftas last night, uh, so all quiet on the Western Front when form last night which surprised some people so it's the second time that that um, book has been filmed uh, German film it's, it's actually brilliant it's on Netflix I highly recommend it um, what about you know the the horror and the stakes and ridiculousness of World War One and then there's also Banshees of Anishirin which is at cinemas that's at Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson that's the follow-up to Martin McDonough's in Bruges which is kind of a very dark comedy set in 1920s Ireland so 
we're back in the 1920s again in excellent form. And then everything, all at, um, everything everywhere all at once is a very quirky film from Shaw Yo, which is probably going to win Best Picture and has been on cinema before. So the movies are around, um, whether it's at streaming or at, you know, your local cinemas. I went to go see The Fablemans last night, uh, Alistair, which is all about uh, the life of uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, and it was I mean, interesting, like from a Jewish audience perspective, you know, Steven Spielberg, arguably one of the most influential Jewish uh, um, directors of all time. And that's in an industry where he has some competition. Uh, and and this, this, this movie really actually shed quite a lot of light on on where his passion for film comes from and some of the difficult circumstances in his in, in growing up which which may have contributed to how to how he, he he picked the subjects that he picked for his films. Yeah, so the Fablemans is an interesting one, uh, because there was a lot of I suppose kind of uh, uh just anticipation that it's gonna win all the Oscar awards and it's this massive film and you know Hollywood likes to award itself sometimes. And I mean, he's probably my favorite director. He's very much loved by the Academy. He's loved in cinema. Yet these other films look like they're going to trump him for an award. So there's a chance that he'll get best director. It'll be the third time he's won it. Um, having won for Schindler's List and having Robert Ryan before. Um, so he might just win it again, but I'm not so sure. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's a very well made, um, cute film and it's a very personal film for him. It's talking about how he grew up in Arizona. Yeah, but I just think if, if he brought out in another year, he might have actually got more awards. I just, I think when you're in your seventies, like Spielberg and you've won everything, it's really about what, what you personally enjoy. Um, he really is an incredibly talented person. If you look at last year, he brought out West Side Story, which was excellent. The first time he ever did a musical and that was nominated for best film and that won best supporting actress for Anna DeBose. So yeah, um, I think it's just, it, it's great at least that there are good movies being made among you know, not to rip off Marvel too much, um, which they just put on a new one, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, but there is still art being made out there. <laughs> good good to hear. We're chatting to Alistair Anderson today. He is our cultural correspondent, and you are listening to 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. We're talking to Alistair Anderson today. He is our regular cultural correspondent. And uh, just finding out what is up and available for you and your family just right at the moment. Because, uh, Alistair, if you're not wanting to go out and brave the potholes and the and, and the load shedding, you, you might want to stay in. Uh, and so there is some some new TV shows which you can watch. Uh, the one of us, the, the one that's kind of funny is uh, Kunk on Earth, uh, which is almost like uh, if Atten- uh, David Attenborough and Ali G were a woman. Uh, and uh, decided to do a documentary. This is kind of what I think it would look like. Yeah, that's, that's an incredibly funny um, show, which is now on Netflix. Um, so the comedian on there, she basically did it as a skit originally, uh, and it was just uh, this whole idea that you've been absurd, um, as you say, like to have an Attenborough character, uh, interviewing people about serious things, or a lot of it's historical, so she'll interview like academics, professors, and then just ask stupid questions, um, you know, with the, the, the driest deadpan face. And I think that's really welcoming. Uh, it, it's been a while since we've actually had, you know, some really good um, Britcoms, as you will. Um, so it's, it's just nice to see that that's out. And it's nice that it's on 
Netflix so it's accessible. You don't necessarily have to have watched DSTV to watch it on like, you know, BBC Prime or whatever it's called now. Yeah, interesting. So uh, if you, if you like a bit of comedy with your history, you can definitely go and, uh, uh, watch that. Uh, some others that are coming out. Uh, Pamela, a love story. What is that all about, Alistair? Uh, so, so obviously Pamela Anderson, you know, is a cultural icon of the nineties. And last year there was Pam and Tommy. It was a, uh, so it's a dramatization of the whole thing with, you know, her sex tape and so on. Um, she's now literally gone and made a, it's like a documentary about her life explaining, um, just, you know, what it was like to grow up. Um, you know, in the public eye as I suppose the 96 symbol. And it's just a really honest, interesting take on, you know, just uh, what she went through. I mean, for example, she explains what, why does everybody have to talk to me about my breasts constantly? Um, you know, and it, it just kind of shows you also, I suppose, how the world has changed since the 90s, you know, with what's acceptable, what's shocking, um, you know, et cetera, how women are treated in the media. Uh, so that's on Netflix and a really, Interesting, heartfelt documentary that kind of shows you um, just how, how hard it really is, you know, to be like an actress and a model and a this and a that and how you're in the public scrutiny the whole time. And I think it's just it's a, it's a brave account. This is like 30 years later. She's still kind of hurt by it, but also appreciates, you know, the good and the bad and that it made her rich and, you know, a very interesting life. Yeah, absolutely. And what about The Last of Us? So The Last of Us is, at the moment, it's on Mnet and Showmax. Uh, it's based on a video game, which is, the, the whole idea is that there's like a pandemic, um, and then uh, people become like zombies. It's a TV series now, and it's just really, really well made. It's got Pedro Pascal in it, who's also in The Mandalorian. He seems to pop up in everything. Um, and just a really interesting, I suppose, brutally entertaining, gripping series. Like, the acting's excellent, the it's generally scary, creepy, and, you know, unexpected. I mean, not everyone's played the game, but if you haven't, you know, the story is, is really interesting. And, yeah, I mean, it's you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. Even episode three, which then they had homosexual characters on the show, which has been very controversial. Um, yet, you know, it's still in 2020-23, people can't get their head around that. But it's that's just a beautifully told love story during the um, sort of zombie apocalypse. So it's... A really well-made, cool show, and it's, it's they're putting the shows up on Sunday nights overseas, and then on Mondays. And as I said, it's available on Mnet and on Showmax. More apocalypses, just what we need. Now, if you're getting out the house, Alistair, um two things which have uh, uh, been been sort of up and keeping us proudly South African at maybe a time when no one wants to be. Uh, SA20 success. What is going on there? So we we had. The SA20, which is like a T20 tournament for South African teams, um, it's owned by the IPL. So, you know, each each of the teams, um, like we had, for example, Mumbai Indians Cape Town would be one. Sunrise's Eastern Cape won the tournament. So it was a tournament that ran from December into January, February. I went to the final at Wanderers, and it was just lovely. Um, it's just nice to see people out again uh, watching cricket, uh, nice family activity. And it's, I think it was just a real success. The final was sold out, so it's not not yesterday, the Sunday before that. Um, and hopefully we'll see more of that, and this, and they'll do it again, because I just think it was a really well-run well kind of public sports event. And hopefully we can just get more people into our sports stadium, and then, we can, you know, then our sports will improve. 
What is people's reactions been to the fact that it's this like weird amalgam of Indian IPL with the, with the South African teams? Uh, is that is that format been successful? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think you could say it's a bit like the Champions League in football now. Um, you know, these this are the, the best players in the world, or at least quite a lot of them uh, are now prepared to play. You know, in India for a few weeks, play in South Africa. Actually, there's a Bangladeshi tournament happening. So it really is an opportunity to see, you know, really good cricketers um, kind of slogging it out. Uh, <clears throat> so I think the reaction's been very positive. Um, obviously, Cricket South Africa has its own um, issues with management, its board, uh, financially, etc. But I think we really got to put our, our hats off to the, the IPL we managed to put off. As I said, it, was, it really went off without a hitch. Initially, it um, wasn't that... Well attended the first few matches, but people really got into it, and I th- and I think uh, the next time they do it, it'll do even better. Now it, it is uh, a little bit uh, down the line, but I think it's just still worth mentioning if we are going to have a culture slot that um, you know we we had a good good Grammy win for South Africa uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I just think it's uh, good to see. Yeah, yeah. So we we had um, we we won for our song by Yete. Uh, the voter Kellerman winning is another Grammy and his, and, um, a bunch of other people that he worked with. And it just shows that people are interested, I suppose, in South Africa's art. Uh, we are on the map. And we just, I, I just think it's really now about getting access to us African producers. That's kind of where things like the Department of Arts and Culture really need to, like, you know, pull finger and do things because when this stuff gets out overseas, people appreciate it. Um, and, and that's why, you know, there's an interest. I mean, I just saw today they've announced that Backstreet Boys are coming to South Africa, which is <laughs> amazing. It's about 30 years late, but yeah, I, 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 does I, exist. Is it like globally. Backstreet Old Men at this point? I'm, not, I'm trying to think. Um, well, funnily enough, there, there was a period, I think it was about 10 years ago now, when Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block actually joined forces and would tour together. Um, but yeah, this is the original... Backstreet Boys lineup. They, as I said, they're coming in May to Joe, to Pretoria and Cape Town. Um, but yeah, I do think the crowd's going to be a little bit different, maybe from that which came to say Imagine Dragons or that will come to a Taylor Swift concert. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of um, parents and their kids, if you will. Yeah, nostalgic people from the nineties. I mean, the, the Imagine Dragons bit is quite interesting. Uh, it's probably, I would say. Maybe you can correct me, but I would say imagine probably the biggest act that we've had since COVID, right? Uh, so, so how yeah, did that yeah. go down? Uh, very well attended. Um, I don't know if it was sold out, but very, very well attended. They played, uh, you know, again, Cape Town and uh, Pretoria, because we now have the Sun Arena where all the Pretoria shows happen. Um, and I just think people are in South Africa, even if they don't necessarily know the act, they, they do appreciate live music. We do like getting out, and that's why I, th- I think that's it's hopefully, you know, the agents that book these things will see that it was good, and you know, will try and book more because I, I think it's, I said, it's been ages since we've had an act of that stature. Yeah, and nice to see uh, local acts like Jesse Clegg uh, headlining them as well. This is very, very cool. Alistair, thank you so much for joining us today uh, and bringing us your cultural uh, insights and nuances, and uh, we'll have to chat to you again soon. Thanks so much, Benjamin. Have a, have a great week. Thank you. Thanks. No.
There, no problem right there. Alistair Anderson is our culture and current affairs expert and insider and bringing it to you so that uh, you can make some good cultural decisions, whether it's Millie Pop Fest or Ultra EDM or Kunk on Earth or if you want to uh, uh, look at Pamela the Love Story, lots is going on that can really help you uh, with your cultural quests.